All right, guys, welcome back to the Buck Fever podcast. I'm Noah, and this is Jake. And things might be looking a little bit different now in the in the podcast studio. Uh, we're in a new new studio here. Um, we moved out of the old one. It just it was a good spot. It was if a good starting it, place. If you call it a studio, right? <laughs> it maybe wasn't necessarily a studio, but uh, just a good little spot. Um, you know, it, it served what we needed it to do when we were still, um, you know, trying to shoot podcast episodes and, and kind of doing things that way. But um, that was kind of, you know, getting our start, new to the whole podcasting thing, just kind of winging it, basically. Had to start somewhere. Right. And and we weren't really doing, like, very frequent uploads. Everything was pretty slow. Um, just kind of when we felt like talking or when, you know, a season would come to an end and we just kind of wanted to do a recap, we would film an episode out there and everything was, everything was all right. But now heading into this new year, we just decided, you know, maybe it would be best if we actually kind of dug our heels into this a little bit, try and actually start a podcast where we could bring on more guests, um, you know, and, and try and get podcasts uploaded much more regularly so we could actually, you know, kind of produce something for people to listen to. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's why we're here. That's what we, what's what we've done. So we've built this studio now. Um, I'm pretty impressed with it. I think it turned out really, really good. Yeah, definitely. I didn't think it'd turn out this good. No. And, and we're just in a, a spare room that we happen to have in our basement. We finished off our basement and left a couple rooms uh, unfinished. And this was just one that we were able to get into. And it's not very big at all, but it, we were kind of worried about that. It'll work. It works for what we need it to. So. Right. But it got, it got more roomy, I think, once we put everything in here. You know, it looked like it was going to be a little bit close, a little bit tight, but yeah just trying to figure everything out i mean we just kind of started from scratch i was able to pick up some materials from work which helped us out a ton i mean i got this carpet from work a lot of the studs that we put in the walls came yep. from work um and then we just kind of pieced the rest together and this barn was pretty cool yeah you want to tell about that yeah so the land i hunt at there was a an old barn that blew over and it's been down for a couple of years and we took some for my house because my mom wanted a wall like this but we didn't have enough so we ended up building barn doors and like framing out a walkway with it it was pretty cool so i was like oh no we could probably go up there and get some more and we only grabbed like eight boards and we did or maybe 10 boards and we did this whole wall we did this table i don't know how much you guys can see that we framed everything uh with the drywall with it so it worked out pretty good it was and it, i think it's a little um it's cooler that we got to like go and get all this and get it from somewhere where we know it so right because we decided you know we wanted to try and do something like a barn wood wall behind us whatever and so you start looking you know what how do you want to do that what do you want to get and um i don't think we realized maybe like everything online is so expensive it would have been like a thousand bucks to yeah. do that wall and that's like fake doesn't barn wood that's made to look like barn wood and it doesn't look like barnwood that well no it, it's not really that close or you could get like sheets of it for like 40 bucks but still it would have didn't look cool yeah it would have cost more than the gas that it took to go <laughs> there and back so and yeah we we just kind of made a day out of it that day but we were able to harvest this barnwood and it's 
super cool. It wasn't, I say harvest because we didn't just like go up there and just like grab it off a neatly stacked pile. I mean, no, we yeah. had to go pry in it there out. And, yeah, we, we had to pry it out. We had to sawzall some of it out. Like it, it was kind of a bit of a project, but it was fun. It was about three degrees too. Yeah. Nice oh my God. Cold. I forgot that day was so cold. Then we but, tried to shoot a turkey. It was, it was an eventful yeah, day. We almost did. Yeah, we did. We we almost shot one. We got really close, but <laughs> yeah, we just were able to get this barn wood, and then we just made the most of it. You know, we filled up that wall, and then I was like, I think we have enough that we could probably frame out the rest of the walls with this instead of doing or, or like trim it out instead of doing some sort of other trim that still would have looked good, but I I think this looks a lot better. And then so I had to rip all those boards down so we could get trim size pieces, and then we were left with a bunch of boards that were ripped on both sides that are now like five or six inches and we were like oh hey we could probably finish off a nice little nice little table here that we could put our mics on put computers all that stuff so that just came together one night we just got some measurements and ended up with this yeah in like two hours yeah we just we just put it together <laughs> like all right we're building the table now let's just do it we didn't draw anything we just were like oh it should probably be about that big and this by this by this and yeah but I do like the fact that, you know, the barn wood came from somewhere that actually means something like this is all kind of a piece of, you know, the land that you're hunting at that is here with us now in, yeah, in the studio. So that's pretty cool. But um, yeah, so we're going to we're going to really try and focus in on this a little bit and we're going to keep learning as we go and, and keep growing here. We're gonna, Like I said, we're going to bring guests on. Um, eventually, we're going to be able to kind of decorate the room a little bit get some get some stuff up you know whether it's you know shoulder mounts that we have or shed antlers that we found other just cool stuff that we find we're gonna you know look into how we can get this place decorated a little bit and just kind of keep working with it um and i think the plan i think the plan is to get this on not only youtube but spotify um, probably Apple podcast, like anywhere where you can get a podcast, I think we're going to try and get this up on so it can be a little bit more accessible because obviously it's nice to be able to watch it on YouTube. And most of what we do is on YouTube, but there's plenty of people who listen to podcasts that just want it to be on Spotify or want it to be, you know, wherever else that, that they get podcasts and maybe they don't necessarily care to watch it or, you know, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts when I'm driving, so mm-hmm. I can't watch it anyways. Yeah. So rather than go on YouTube and try and find it there, if I can just go on Spotify quick, watch it on there. Um, so I think that's kind of the plan. We're going to really expand this thing um, and, and try and do it a little bit better. And obviously realizing, you know, podcasting isn't for everybody, but I think it can be valuable in a lot of ways. And I think a lot of the guests that we bring on, you know, they're going to bring different things to the table mm-hmm. where we can cover certain topics and, and hopefully get some some sort of information out there a little bit, um, you know, to, to try and make the, the podcast worth something to try and make it valuable, right? We're going to have, try and make it funny, try and make it informational, educational, you know, get some of that stuff going. So I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be good. Um, it's certainly not going to replace any of the other videos that we make. I mean, that's still our, our main priority, but just trying to keep the channel growing and right be more frequent with uh 
podcast right. and just yeah i mean basically just grow the channel as much as we can and yeah try to expand to a newer audience put and out as much content as possible right. reach more people like that exactly so yeah so we're we're moving into the new studio and uh in a new year but um i think we could we could kind of cover how all of this got started i mean we we're just we're just from a, a small town in wisconsin you know we i'm a year older than you so we grew up going to the same school but i was always a class ahead of you um so you know we kind of played sports together through middle school and then into high school and whatever and um live like two minutes away from each other oh yeah maybe not even yeah yeah i mean minute maybe mm-hmm. like it's it's just, driving yeah yeah a couple blocks um so yeah so we we just kind of when was it was were you a freshman no you couldn't have been Four. i was a, i was a senior i think when we started all this oh uh, yeah i was a junior it was when yeah covid hit yeah and we got can't like school just got shut down we couldn't go to couldn't physically go to school in the spring of 2020 so um this was kind of before we everybody knew like what covid was and how dangerous it could be so to say and right like this was the very beginning like well it would have been may it was like may 5th or something so like right pretty much two months after covid was revealed and they shut everything down and so i thought oh, it sounds like we didn't have school it was a friday we might have had school or it was all online you didn't really have to show up you just kind of had to do your work so right I, it was weird because it was one day we were at school it was a thursday and they said we're going to cancel friday so that we can spring break then we had spring break yes. that next week and then we yeah. never ended up going back to school no. the whole year so they're like yeah let's cancel this friday we'll get some stuff figured out and just kind of see what's going to happen and then you know they canceled like two weeks at a time and then another two weeks and then pretty soon they were like yeah we're just not going back so that was the end of my senior year which but, sucks right it kind of sucked but it was also kind of nice because then we got to go and do more stuff like that because like you said there was still school and still certain you know obligations there but definitely not like yeah not like what it was i mean you didn't have to be anywhere physically a lot of classes it was just online assignments that you could get done whenever you had the time like they would you know you'd get them on a monday and they'd be due on friday and if yep. you got them done on monday then you didn't have anything yeah. the rest of the week so it opened up more time for stuff like that and so one day we just decided to go turkey hunting. Yeah, and I you really never have been turkey hunting, have you? No, not not before this. I should say maybe once or twice with my dad. Yeah, and I was I've done it quite a bit, and I was like, oh sweet. So I mean, a lot of time off of school means we can hunt a lot. And this is when gas was like ninety nine cents uh-huh. when everything was down. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like I was going like every single day. It was so cheap, and right nobody was driving yeah, anywhere, and it was awesome. So I asked Noah. This is like first time we ever hunted, and so we uh, we went out on a Friday morning, and I was like, oh, okay, we'll try to get Noah Bird, and we get there, and we get up to where we're going, and they're just, they're hammering, just gobbling like crazy, and uh, I filmed a little bit before then, probably, I think I maybe had one or two turkeys on film, and like a buck or two on my GoPro, or n- nothing like worth putting out, so we brought the camera along, and um so right away they start gobbling and I had two flew down, but they went the other way. So then we crossed the hill cause we heard some going on the other side and we we're going to go after those. And we just get through the woods and I look down and there's two of them, one or two, 
Yeah, there was one uh, for sure yeah. that was just right there strutting. I was like, so he dropped down and <laughs> threw the fan up, and he kind of came up a little bit, but he had like five or six hens with him. So then we we crawled down and got out there, and I gave you. We both had turkey guns with three and a half inch. I gave you my dad's and it well, blew your shoulder off when you shot him. But, and so we kind of crawled up there and I left the camera behind. Cause I was like, I just want to get Noah a bird. It's his first bird. I don't really care if it's on video. And right. So we crawl out there and he comes in and Noah shoots him at like, like 35, 40 yards for his first turkey. It was an awesome shot. And he's missing a tail feather and everything. And yeah, he was a little bit beat up. I don't know. He must have been a fighter. I mean, he didn't have, like, the biggest spurs or anything. No, but. He, but yeah, he was a little bit disheveled. And so then uh, we were we were heading out because there were still two birds that were, uh, like, a couple hundred yards away that we could see. So we walked down the hill to go after those, and we forgot something. I don't know what we forgot. I don't remember what it was. I just remember we were, like, super pumped, took a couple pictures, and then we realized, like, dude it's still really early in the morning and we heard birds all around us so we and then we knew where more of them were we're like let's let's go get another one and i guess somehow in all of that i don't think it was the camera we forgot i want to say it was like a fan i think a fan or it was a backpack maybe with your calls in it yeah. it was something like that that like we kind of had to go get that yeah, so, this was like at 5 30 in the morning like yeah way early really early and we were hunting so the one that i shot was kind of up on top of a hill and so we had to get down that hill and then i think we were going to go across the street to go shoot a couple that we saw once like we were up there yeah they were out there celebrated and we saw (laughs) two toms that were across the street still on your property and you know so we climbed down the hill and we were going to go and go after them realized we left something at the top of the hill and so then we had to walk all the way back up (laughs) and then that's when we just realized there was more birds than we even thought and we get up on top of the hill and we look down and there's two toms standing kind of where we first started during the day which was probably ones we heard so then we're like right out in the middle of a field just just standing up yeah just like playing we were just out there jumping around celebrating like five minutes before this and then thankfully noah had the camera and i had my gun and a fan so i kind of crawled out there a little farther than he did he's sitting behind me with nothing, just the camera, no just, fan, yeah. no nothing, just sitting in the field. And so my, I get out there and hold the fan up just like a string. They come right in. They're like running in towards us. I'm like, well, here we go. Here we go. He's got the camera. It's perfect. And two of them come in and I could tell one was limping. Like he had his, a bum foot. And the one is just right in front of me at like 20 yards, just strutting and gobbling his head off. And no one's filming that one. And I shoot the one on the left <laughs> because he was limping. So I was like, oh, I'll just, I mean, trying to do the right thing. Right. And I shoot him and he's like, you missed. I was like, what are you talking about? Because <laughs> the other one kind of just like, he just popped out a strut and was just standing there. Like he didn't really know. I could have shot two of them pretty right. much. And then, so we got zero birds on film, killed two. And we decided that, yep, we're going to start a YouTube channel that, yep. that we can do <laughs> we yeah. can do this after getting none on camera. Right, because so. I think we had talked about it a little bit, like, oh, that would kind of be cool because, like you said, you had filmed some hunts that you had previously been on, whatever, and so, you know, we had kind of talked about it a little bit, and then we were like, yeah, let's go hunting, and we'll take the camera, we'll see how it goes, and kill two birds in one day and get zero on camera. <laughs> like you said, and we're like, yeah, we could totally do this. <laughs> easy, easy. Everybody's going to want to see this. But yeah, like, I mean, so something I guess we could cover, um, 
something that you've kind of told me because like you said i didn't know much about turkey hunting but you've said that sometimes you shoot one and then it's flopping around whatever and other ones will come up and like try and beat it up so that had to be what happened Mm -hmm. like other ones they maybe just heard a commotion and then like peeked their heads out and saw that one was kind of laying there and flopping and didn't see us and yeah because we just left yours right Right, we just left it there to go after the other ones come back and get it later and so they must have been coming. I I would have liked to see that. Think about if we had waited a couple more minutes to go back up and they were like up there kicking at it and whatever. I've seen it happen before. When my uncle and I went, he shot one, two came in and he shot and then it was laying there and the other one jumped, came back and was trying to beat it up and then <laughs> I shot that one. Oh, so man. it was pretty cool. I mean, kind of weird dominance thing. They're friends one second and then as right. soon as one gets killed, they're trying to... Yeah show him who was really boss but uh-huh. like all right you're dead we're gonna beat you up even more now yeah but yeah so it, it's it's pretty good footage actually it's it's really not bad if you would have shot that one it would have been beautiful yeah but it would have been great it, it just yeah it, it just a bit of a miscommunication <laughs> but lack of experience too like you said and like I, I don't think i was thinking like oh that one's hurt you know you should definitely shoot that one to put it out of its misery sort of thing i think i would just I, I think I thought the other one was a lot closer. And oh, it, it just, was, and it was right in front of me. Right, and it, I just guess I assumed that that was going to be the one, and then... Well, you couldn't really see him either the whole time, because I was up right. right farther, and I could tell that he was limping, so I kind of was like, oh, I'll just shoot him. I mean, he probably would have survived, because it looked like he had it for a while, but it was yeah. doing the right thing, trying to at least. It was kind of unique, though, like seeing... Because then after, obviously, and then you get the foot and just kind of <laughs> seeing what he was going through yeah, and everything. Yeah, just a like, giant ball on his foot. Yeah, it was interesting. Definitely, I don't know, that, that that's probably got to be up there with one of my favorite hunts, let alone turkey hunts, just in general. But um, definitely not a bad season we had that year and then the following year. And then this past year got our butts kicked. But mm-hmm coming back next year and hopefully something good i mean like you said um when we went up to go get all this barn wood it's still fall turkey season so you were were you gonna try with your bow yeah i grabbed my bow yeah yeah so we were gonna try and go shooting with a bow just try and shoot a hen because that you can do that in the fall and so um you know we found a whole flock and there's always been a flock that lives there always but this year there's a lot i saw like 200 hens there's a gun season yeah out of one tree yeah it's crazy but so they all just are up there and then they just kind of migrate through the fields and do their thing and we kind of expected that we would see them somewhere up there it was a nice like sunny day it was cold but it was sunny and thought they'd be out and sure enough all of a sudden i i see we're harvest no i think we we got back we were just about to leave like loading up yeah we were gonna leave and then i'm looking across the street i'm like oh my god there's just a horde of them (laughs) they're just pouring out of the woods and then they're getting ready to cross the road, and then cars are coming, so then they're running back in, and then whatever. And then all of a sudden, they take off and start flying. They just decided, and there was no cars coming. They no. just decided to fly across the road, and then they're really cruising, and we just kind of went on a wild goose chase after them and came close. But Hard to draw back when there's 160 eyes looking at you. Right. I don't know if it made me feel better or worse, because that, that felt like every hunt that we had this past season where it's like oh there's birds this is gonna be the time we're gonna go do it and then we just got i mean we were in blue jeans and right i mean it was coats it wasn't we weren't 
necessarily in the no, best attire. It, not not really, but you know, it is what it is. But yeah, yeah so um you know, after after that things just kinda kept going and we found our way a little bit. We started our channel. Um this was over the summer too, so it was a couple months later that we actually started the channel. Um, I think we had the channel up and running for like a month before we got our first video out. Um, and that we just made on iMovie because <laughs> we still, I mean, like we didn't know what we were doing. We, and it was just like, you know, pictures and, and we used some of the footage that you yeah, had, had previously yep, and whatever. And, um, that's still, that video has more views than a lot of other really good, <laughs> really expensive, really well-produced videos that we've made, which is kind of funny, but, um, yeah, so we just made our first one, and from that, just got a lot better, kept going, next video, next video, um, and now here we are, like, two years, two and a half years later, um, just kind of still going, still getting better, and, and trying to keep doing more things. I remember the first video we made, like, I was literally taking the link and sending it to, like, everybody i talked to right well it was go, the coolest thing ever at yeah. the time i was i would send them the link personally to go watch the video and right i mean we got so many subscribers because like everybody everybody's excited about it and you have none to begin with so everybody you know was like oh yeah i'll go subscribe whatever and so yeah that was that was a really fun time that was also pretty cool there but um yeah so you know with with part of this expansion and you know continuing to improve the camera that we had to start with that we filmed tried to film that turkey hunt on. oh like, yeah that's just an old canon it's it's the a picture, picture camera. camera yeah exactly so photography yeah right it's not even made for taking videos but we used it and we use it to shoot plenty of videos and then my girlfriend gabby had the same exact camera yeah, i think it was the same one so then i borrowed that from her for the longest time like a season or two i used that for deer hunting and, and whatever else we were filming and so we used those and then eventually we made a, a big upgrade and got a really nice like big solid like camcorder but actual filming right. camera all right so we got a, a really nice one and then this year um we just decided like hey we got a we got a lot of people who want to be hunting and are willing to film for us and we could really get some cool videos here so we got to get cameras into these people's hands and so we made another investment there and got some some cheaper models that aren't like the greatest cameras at all but like easy to work and easy to work super light yeah. super compact and so we just got a bunch of those and you know so for my family i was hunting with my dad and my brother um you know, almost every other weekend, probably we were up there. And so the three of us could all be filming. And I think we were maybe one camera short there. So sometimes I would bring my phone and just film on that. Cause now some of these phones have fairly decent zoom, like especially for bow season. Yeah. They gotta be close. Anyway. Right. They, they've got to be within, you know, 40 yards to begin with. And your phone can easily zoom that far and still look pretty good. So we would just be filming with that. Um, you know, you and your dad took out cameras pretty much every weekend. Yeah, there was, I mean, I, he had one of the smaller ones and I just stuck with the big one cause I was using that for quite some time. So I was pretty comfortable with that one. And it's, it's a little bulkier and, uh, um, the camera arm is a, a little, 
more complicated to set up than just the other one where you can just screw in. So right. I took that one and yeah, we were, I didn't, I, I don't think I missed a weekend. Maybe besides the youth hunt, I don't think I hunted that, but every weekend I was up there and kind of, we didn't really do too well, but thankfully the, if you want, yeah, they probably know, but right. So then, so I mean, last year, not, not this season we just had, but the season before that, um, I remember going into that, that bow season, looking at that. Cause the year before, um, we didn't have any buck videos. We hadn't killed anything the year before. And I was like, man, we got to figure something out. It was just the two of us filming. I was like, we got to have more people filming here, but we don't want it to get to a point where it like kind of loses the feeling within the channel. We still want it to be buck fever outdoors. We still want it to be like our our thing Mm -hmm. so it's like how do you balance that who do you ask to film for us whatever and at this time were you still in school or did you graduate Mm. because no last year i had graduated yeah last year i was i was out of school okay yeah 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 so man time flies yeah so we were both out of school but i think at this point i was coaching football that yeah yep, so so that was kind of the connection there was so i graduated took well i went to school then after that um and then the following year i was still in school but then they um the coaches that i had that we had for high school football asked if i would come and help them uh, they had a spot open up so they asked if i would come be an assistant coach for the year so i went and did that and that kind of brought me back into that school atmosphere there every now and then. And so I would always see our former gym teacher, Colby. He was always there. So I'd run into him and he's super big hunter. Like he, he's just, he loves it. He eats it up. He's like, loves us. the he, outdoors. He does everything. Right. He's, he's into all that stuff, all the hunting and the fishing. I mean, he's into all of it. So every time I'd run into him, that's what we'd talk about. It'd just be all that. And, one day I was driving home from school then and I was just thinking, man, we gotta, we, we should probably ask him, like maybe, maybe he would do that. I don't know. And so we kind of talked it over a little bit and then eventually we were like, yeah, we could ask him, you know, we'll see what he says. And I think at first he was like, ah, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Let me sleep on it, whatever. And then, you know, I gave him a couple of days and I asked him again. He's like, yeah, yeah, I think I'd be willing to give it a shot. And so, we just found a way to make it work and we got him one of the crappy cameras <laughs> that we had and set him up with that. Cause at this point we had gotten the new, like that really good camera that we got. So we got that one. You took that. I took the one that Gabby had and then we gave him your camera that yep. was like the, that Canon that, you know, photography camera. <laughs> so we gave him that, which is super heavy, super bulky, not easy to use at all. We gave him a camera arm that's got a ratchet strap on it that's loud. It's, again, very bulky, very heavy. The whole setup just sucked. But he gave it a shot for us. You know, he was willing to, to give it a try. And he didn't end up shooting anything on camera that year. But, like, he did get plenty of footage. And, you know, he was into it, whatever. And I remember him saying that year that, uh, you know, one of his hunting buddies was – thought you know he was super into that thought it was pretty cool he kind of well, liked their channel and i think they when they were younger they tried to i think they they tried yeah, filming or they too, thought or about yeah, it like they had the same idea we did and right like they had gopros and mm-hmm. some of that so so i think they were kind of like 
kind of thought about getting into it, but never really did. And I think, um, you know, this friend of his was kind of more into it. So then this past year, we were looking at it like, man, we got to find a better way to do this. Cause then we, you know, you shot a buck that year, your dad shot a buck that year on camera. Mm-hmm. So we, we finally got our couple of bucks on camera, but we're like, man, if we're going to have other people filming for us, we got to make it easier for them. It's got to be a better system. So that's where all the new cameras came in, but now it was okay. Well, who do we want to bring on? And so then it was asking the question for Colby again this year. And then, asking his his hunting partner Eli if he would join on the team as well and I remember Colby said that Eli you know would I think he said that Eli was really into it that he would be willing to film whatever so it it was more of just you know asking the question and kind of assuming that they were going to say yes and they were both like yeah let's do it you know that they were they seemed pretty excited about it and so then this year we had Colby and Eli both filming for us on top of ourselves and then you know our dads and and my brother and so we had a lot of people out there but we finally got colby and eli kind of rolling with some good cameras and much better camera arms much better setup just trying to make it as easy as possible because you don't want exactly. them to ruin their hunt over a, a camera so right. yeah you don't want that to be something that then you lose a, a deer over that and then now all of a sudden you're like well you know maybe i don't want to film because it just creates bad things and whatever mm-hmm. so um yeah we got them a better setup and then it it totally paid off and this past season we had for us kind of sucked but for them what they, they they each shot two, two bucks. bucks and they had a couple more they could have shot in minnesota too yep. so they each tagged out on an archery buck in wisconsin each tagged out on a gun season buck in wisconsin and then they they hunted the gun season in minnesota and i don't know what was going on we haven't talked to them too in depth about that hunt but they missed like a couple of giants over there well i think it, it's muzzle loader i think it's muzzle loader or shotgun. shotgun and they did so it's not rifles like wisconsin right i think in some parts it is right you can go rifle but where they were it wasn't right so it, yeah not and like i said i don't know any of the details so i'm not i'm certainly not bagging on them or anything no. about it especially with the season that they had, but like that, the point of that is they had a really great season and it even could have been a little bit better, but yeah, you know, Eli started it off. So we hadn't, we still haven't met him in person. No, that's the crazy (laughs) thing. Like we, you know, we talked to him all the time or texting whatever, but like we still haven't met him in person, but we got him all the stuff and you know, he was super happy to start. And, um, this was it wasn't opening weekend i think it was the following weekend maybe and he just decided to go crazy he went and sat up in a in a cornfield corn and so he cuts down a couple of stalks gets his spot in there gets his camera set up whatever and then shoots a really good one on camera for his his first time i think i don't think he's ever filmed one on camera so and that was our first video of the year and then um what came after that colby's Colby's archery buck when yeah. and they were together so that, that that always makes it better when you when you got someone with right. you to film and that was super takes cool. the stress off of you and it's just it's a cool like moment to share I mean every right. time we kill something together it's just so much better even when you're like with my dad and it's just makes it a lot more worth it in my opinion right it's always good when you have somebody there with you that yeah like you said it, it's just a, it's a better moment overall I think 
and so they were sitting in a tree together and this one they rattled in i don't think they even saw them they were just like cold calling it was like uh i believe it was the 31st i think it was halloween i think it was it was somewhere in there the day before or it was halloween i don't remember but yeah and for some reason the last couple years in wisconsin like prime rut what is supposed to be prime rut first week in november end of october has been stupid warm like 60s like yeah. the last couple of years so it's it, it kind of stinks because i mean we plan our to take off of work to go then like you you take your vacation days right. and i'm my work's flexible like my dad and uncle they got to put theirs in way in advance so you, you take it and you can't really not take it back so anyway theirs was super it was warm and it was like nine o'clock right or and they didn't see anything and he just let out a couple yeah a rattling sequence and this really good buck just strolled in and I mean, the rest is history, so... Right. They hadn't seen anything up until then, I don't think, and it was early in the morning, but maybe an hour, hour and a half had gone by since it got light out, and they just did a little rattling sequence, and five minutes later, this one came strolling in and got pretty close, and Colby had just gotten a new bow, so I think this was the first deer he shot yep, I believe with so. his bow, unless he shot he shot a doe this no, year. That was, nope, that was with his other one. That was with his other one. Yep. Yeah, you're right, so first first buck with his new bow so that was pretty cool sitting together filming together that was awesome and then this past minnesota happens that all goes by and then it's wisconsin gun season and they were hunting a different property now this was i think colby's family Mm -hmm. more like because the the property that they normally hunt is like they each have permission to hunt on it I think they've had it for right they've had it for years like that they just each have permission to hunt there um it's kind of a similar situation like what you've got Mm -hmm. going on um a little bit different but pretty similar there and and then this other one i think is more like his family owns it maybe his parents um I, i don't think eli owns it but i think he goes there and and hunts with them whatever and so they did that again this year and uh, th- that's always just cool because you get the whole like deer camp yep. aspect of it. I mean, at least in Wisconsin, it's a huge. It's like almost yeah. a national. Ho- or it's almost a holiday in Wisconsin. Yeah, it's huge. Everybody takes off work on the Friday before, and it's just the Orange Army goes out and stay. A lot of people honestly just stay up there for the like the whole nine days. They won't come home right through yeah. Thanksgiving that week because a lot of people are off for Thursday, Friday, so they just take the rest off and. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a huge deal, and that's another example where bow season is maybe more individual, but gun season is like a group thing. That's mm-hmm. that's like everybody's there. That whole atmosphere, just deer camp makes it super cool. So then Colby's up first, and he ends up shooting one. They sat together a bunch at, at that point. They saw so many deer opening weekend. Yeah just got a ton of footage uh that was also extremely cold yeah it was freezing but i mean that you know the, the video is up there it looks like they had a ton of fun and yeah. colby was able to shoot one um and you know not the most giant buck ever but like you know he says in the video it, it's a kind of a pretty standard eight point and he's shot a lot of them before but that's like that's kind of wisconsin deer camp like that's kind mm-hmm. of it's kind of what happens like you just you shoot a good buck and everybody's proud of it and everybody's happy about it and you know so that's what he did there and then that opening weekend goes by i think it's maybe four days later it was a wednesday 
Yeah, and and Eli's back at the property that him and Colby hunt at, um, and then you know he shoots a, a giant, just one of the biggest straight eights. Yeah, I mean that's like what you want when you. Yes. It takes a lot, and one of my uncles always says it takes a lot to shoot a straight eight, and that that deer had it. That yeah. was a giant. Is absolutely giant deer, beautiful buck, um, and and that was another one that like didn't come easy well I, I should say too colby's was on the run and it just like stopped for a second he was able to shoot it and that's why we couldn't get very good footage of it um but like none of the deer this year really came very easily for him and then eli's was kind of no different in the sense that like he had to so the deer's coming in but it's like on the property border so he's kind of battling the border here a little bit where you know, the deer has to come in and then he beds down and he beds down like five feet, 10 feet. I don't know. Maybe five he makes, steps, he five makes yards, it on I don't know. Colby's pro- or their property. Right. So he's on their property, but he's like real close to the border. And then he beds down and he's bedded <laughs> down there for like 10, 15 minutes. And then he finally stands up and he always got to shoot right away because he's, if he takes a couple steps, he's going to be gone. Yeah. And but he makes a good shot on him and it's a pretty easy blood trail to follow. Yeah. And then he, he gets down to the buck and it's just an absolute giant, but yeah. So they had a, they had a pretty good season. Yeah, needless to say they had a, a really good season and we're super happy to have those guys as part of the team. Um, it, it's just been really fun being able to swap stories with them, you know, have a, have a group like that to, talk to when you're up in the stand and find out what everybody's seeing and how stuff's going and just people who eat sleep and breathe hunting like we do so exactly yeah so it's been great to have them on the team and you're going to be seeing a a lot more of them in the future um so yeah hopefully some group hunts coming up and for turkey hunting you know a little easier because everybody can kind of get tags and everything like that so i think we all have tags in the same week Mm mm-hmm Theirs is a different count or a different zone. Different but zone, but later in the yeah. year we can all get tags for the same zone and yeah, turkey go. season is going to be really interesting again this year, especially coming off the season that we just had. But I don't think that'll happen twice. The getting skunked. I mean, hopefully not. I don't I, think I don't, it will. I didn't think it was going to happen. La- well, we didn't get skunked. Ben Ben shot. Yeah, and we 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 didn't really focus on like our permission spots. We were kind of almost trying out the asking for permission for everybody right like if we see one go ask for it type thing yeah we did and a, a lot, lot of, of public we did a lot of door knocking and some public too because the spots that we had permission on like more on a annual basis like you don't have to go and ask like you know yeah that's we can of, hunt there every year type right thing. and those spots just were not producing so we kind of were forced to go and look elsewhere and knock on doors and we did a lot of it and we actually had a lot of success getting the permission and being able to go after them it's just when it came down to actually shooting a bird it just didn't happen i mean we just couldn't make it work part of the problem on that was a lot of times we were driving my truck which (laughs) didn't have any catalytic converters or a muffler unfortunately um this was not like some sort of aftermarket like i thought it'd be really cool to make it sound like this <laughs> this was like it all rusted away and fell off so i lost all that stuff and then 
So then we got smart, and I said, I honestly think we're not killing a lot because they hear us (laughs) coming. I mean, you can hear that thing. You know, every time I come home, my dad's like, yeah, I could hear you from, you know, way, way down Mm -hmm. the road. Like, you can just hear it coming. Even for a bird like that that's so sensitive to that, we would pull into somebody's driveway, or we would shut it off to go knock on the door, ask permission, and then fire it back up. (laughs) I mean, it it was so loud, and that, that was part of the problem, but. We needed a truck almost because like a lot of the spots we were going were way back and like where you, so we took, we ended up taking my dad's car quite a bit just cause it was, they got great gas mileage and gas was like almost kind of through the roof at this it was point. Going, it was yeah, really it was, expensive. It was up there. And we were, all we were doing is driving until we found one. So we ended up taking my dad's car, which got really good gas mileage, but a couple <laughs> spots we couldn't go back there cause we wouldn't make it. We'd get stuck and stuff. Right. And so then I think my truck was out as my brakes went out or something. That's why we didn't have my truck. Yeah. We were taking yours because mine was yeah. waiting to get fixed. So that's, yeah. I don't, I don't think that season will happen again, but. No. No. And, well, and last year we went to Nebraska too. So we went to and then whole things, other state. And, and then things heated up in Wisconsin right after we left. Right. I know my uncles killed a couple when we yeah. left. And it's like We probably could have killed one here if we would have yeah. stayed. I don't regret the trip at all, but it's Mm-mm. just, I mean, just the way it goes is kind of kind of just funny how that all works out but yeah so stuff to look forward to there and um so kind of going back with uh you know introducing some of the the members like that so with colby and eli um colby also has started to write some articles for us Uh, i think he's got four out there right now they're all more centered towards deer hunting uh but hopefully he's gonna you know stick with it because he does a great job he writes a really good article and mm-hmm. hopefully he can get some more out there about all sorts of different topics and whatever and i'm gonna hopefully start to to write some soon as well um i mean you guys are great writers too i give you a lot of credit you guys have a way with with writing and it, it it's awesome yeah so i i mean it's it's just another avenue there i think where it's like you know, you can have videos and you can have podcasts and then you can have articles and you can just have all this stuff. Cause like we said, like we, we kind of eat, sleep, breathe this stuff. Like this is just kind of just it's running in your head. Right. For so, most of the day at least. Yeah. And, and s- some stuff like that, you know, Colby wrote up an article about you know, things that you can do to kind of liven up to your camp again. If you kind of getting in a rut and maybe you don't look forward to it as much as you usually do. And that's something where like, you can't necessarily get a good video out about that, but you can write up an article and it's, it's like a, you know, two or three minute read. It doesn't. And a lot of people are thinking like a lot of people think the same thing that, right. Which is a lot of people don't realize that, that everybody, there's a lot of people in this world who think the same way they do and, or have the same thoughts of, and he got really good feedback on that article too. Just, you know, people saying like, Oh, those are some good ideas you had. And this is what we like to do. And, just kind of getting that conversation going. So the point of that is like in order to be able to do stuff like that and get these articles, we also had to create a website this year and all of that credit pretty much has to go towards my brother, Ben, who, you know, basically built the whole thing. And, um, you know, that was with the guidance of a a mentor that he had that was able to, to help him. But for the most part, like, between him and then this other guy like he just kind of taught himself a lot of stuff and and 
Uh, this other guy's named Zach. Zach helped him out, you know, where he needed it, whatever. But like a lot of credit to him for just kind of figuring it out, much like we did with our YouTube channel and everything, just kind of starting and going for it and getting better and figuring it out from there. He did the same thing and was able to build a, a whole website for us like that. So that was a huge project for us this year was trying to get all of that built and designed and like how do we want it to look and just all that. So that was a huge undertaking that we had this on, past year. On top of trying to get videos out every other week. Right. At the minimum. I mean, you were more caught up in that. So I, I kind of did the more of the trying to get the video part. Right. But it all worked out. And he, yeah, Ben did a great job. And you, I mean, you guys spent lots of hours on that. So yeah. So there's a chance uh, there, there might be a way we can link some more of these podcasts onto our website. I know we have old podcast episodes that you can get to through there uh we'll have to take a look at that but i think that that's probably definitely something that we that we want to get in there so you know people who go to our website can find our podcast through there as well um so that website is buckfeveroutdoors.com um it's that's that's who we are that's what we got we got the the buck fever outdoors and so um buckfeveroutdoors.com that's that's our website and we've got like i said you know access to a lot of our videos on there um the articles are on there we've got a bunch of our merch on there like these hats that we're wearing the shirts all that stuff um so that's another great place that you can go and and find more of our content find out more about each of us you know we've got a little bit uh of info on there for each of us and, and just for our channel in general. So um, we just thought that it would be useful for us to have that so that people could get to know us and, you know, we, we could get more of our information out there. We Promote could, our brand. Right. We could get our articles out there and kind of have all this stuff in one place. Yeah. And you just go there and you can, you can see our videos, right. you can read the articles, you can check out our merch. It's all right there. Right. Like now if you go to buckfeetroutdoors.com, everything's there mm -hmm. you can get to everything and that's really nice and so that's why that's why we wanted to do that that's why we wanted to put in so much time and effort and you know direct so much energy towards that was so that we could kind of create this interface that's easier for everybody to use so that people can can find all of our stuff so um yeah i mean a little bit more about some of the videos that that we make obviously we do a lot of deer hunting a lot of turkey hunting um sturgeon spearing is a huge one for us mm -hmm. that's it's a pretty popular yeah it, well it's it's interesting because it's something that there's only two lakes in the country that have sturgeon spearing in general and that's lake winnebago which is the big one that's the one that we live like half a mile from mile from <laughs> yeah not at far the most um so that's our lake and then there's a lake in minnesota that has a season and I think this, I think there's like a limit of like six fish that you can spear on that lake, like for the whole entire lake. And it was I, done in like, I think last year it was like an hour or two. Yeah, it wasn't long. It only lasts like an hour or two. And our season can go up to 16 days. Sometimes it, it won't go the full season. There's, there's limits as to how many fish can be speared, but it's to keep the population. And right. cause I mean, these are, they're dinosaurs Yeah, and they don't take some like by the time their legal limit to spear they're like already 20 
twenty something years old, which is crazy to think about. It's crazy. They're yeah, they're they're real old and they're obviously very rare being that you know, this is something that you can only do you can obviously you can fish for sturgeon you can catch them in other places, but as far as like sturgeon spearing goes, it's really just here and uh, you know the hunting public kind of made it more popular i think because yeah they started this the whole right because jake lives pretty close he's maybe he grew up like 15 20 minutes away from us so he always comes back up and goes surgeon spearing and so then when they kind of got big they made more videos on that and that kind of promoted it and now there's sturgeon spearing content seemingly everywhere but yeah we've got a couple videos out there um some pretty good ones uh the first season we speared three fish all on camera all out of the same hole all in the same day sweet which was insane um and then this past year uh i finally was able to get my first fish i mean i shouldn't say finally Finally. this is pretty rare second year it sucks because the first year um I think it was opening day and we had one swim through the hole and I was sitting with Gabby and it was just hectic. She threw, I didn't throw, we couldn't really see it very well. The visibility was horrible. So it's like, we, we just kind of were basically just guessing really like it was just spray and pray, just throw the spear and maybe it'll hit something. Cause just the way it came in and from what we could see, there was just really no chance of getting that one. And then when I was sitting with you, when we had that big day, then there was an older spear in there that were like the head would pop off. Yeah. It needed to be. And fixed. you warned me about it, but it's still the heat of like, the moment it gets to you. Right. It, it popped off before I could throw it. So then Gabby was able to, that was another hail Mary throw. Like yeah. it had already kind of gone through the hole and she threw it like behind her, like between her legs and was able to yeah just somehow hit that fish so she got that one and so that's why i say finally because it's like there was a couple opportunities the year before where you know i could have maybe gotten one but then the next year um was lucky enough to be able to get this fish and so we've got two spearing videos out now but there's there's going to be more to come and it's like you can't really make a video unless you spear one so it's kind of like that's the the whole thing like you can make videos of deer hunting if you see them but like this you're just sitting there and if for hours on hours on end without really seeing anything yeah i mean you might get some other fish that'll swim through but it's sitting in a pretty small hole yeah giant lake and it's just dark and there's nothing going on i mean yeah you can listen to music i usually don't only because we're filming but like there's there's nothing to do it's just yeah i don't know but it, when the it, more the more people you have i suppose yeah. and like you can kind of make more of a gathering more of a social thing out of it but yeah I, I i don't know i feel like fish sometimes get lost that way when you do when you spear one though it is it is awesome yeah <laughs> it's, it's crazy it's super cool and everybody you know is very um you know congratulatory like everybody just everybody loves because they know how hard it is yeah. and how lucky you have to get to be able to see one and spear one and whatever so it's a big deal it's almost kind of like another holiday here too i mean like thousands yeah. of people right show up to all the the restaurants along the lake and then 
everybody's always everybody brings their fish somewhere and hang it up and it, it's just it's right. really cool it's it's a very local holiday i would say because even like for the whole state of wisconsin there's people who live here who have never heard of yeah sturgeon spearing whereas everybody in wisconsin pretty much gun hunts mm-hmm. for yeah. deer but mm-hmm. for as far as like locally goes in our area it's maybe even bigger than opening day of gun season i mean it's it's a huge deal so that's that's always a big um you know time of year for us in february where we put out videos like that um we do a lot of rabbit hunting that's something that we're going to do some more of we might get out tomorrow um and, and certainly we'll be out a couple times this year but that's more like now in that december january time where there's like not really much else going on and it's usually a pretty fun time yeah i mean we we like we said we easily even breathe it so if we can hunt something there's a pretty good chance we're gonna go out there i mean right we've went crow hunting and we've tried raccoons and which i think we're gonna try more and coyotes is starting to become a problem on on both of our properties so mm-hmm. i mean we we just love the outdoors so whatever there is we will do it i mean even sucker spearing like not many people you think would do that but it is it's so much fun and there's not many things that when we hunt that even if we don't get anything it's always a good time so right yeah like you said we we just kind of whatever is open whatever we can go for that's what we're gonna do because can't deer hunt year round if we could that we'd probably spend a whole lot of time doing that yeah. but um you know we gotta find something to do all year and that's that's kind of the beauty of what we've done here with buck fever outdoors is like being able to you know go year round being able to hunt stuff year round there's always something in season or you go ice fishing or you know you go fishing or or shed hunting i mean even hunting hunting. without an actual i mean weapon you're just out there looking and you learn you learn a lot actually from how deer move where they go what they trails they take because that's not something you're going to do in the middle of the season is walk through the woods trying to figure out where they're going and all that so you get a lot of intel in the winter and spring months of seeing the patterns they do. And I think it's honestly helped us quite a bit. I think, I mean, Blade Runner, Mm -hmm. we found his sheds like 30 yards from the tree that you killed him in Mm -hmm. the following season. Yep. So, and, and not saying that that's necessarily why, but it's like, then we kind of knew, okay, he's betting in this area and he's an older, more mature deer. He's probably not going to break that habit unless for some reason he was forced to break that habit. Like something spooks him yeah. out of there or whatever. So like, you and know, then we can see where to put stands and everything and where the bedding is and not to get too close to it or how to sit up. So it's a, it's a pretty valuable time and it gets you out cause it's winter's kind of pretty long in Wisconsin. Yeah. I mean, it's, gets brutally cold or gets warm randomly and snow so it, it breaks up the months and like sturgeon spearings on the downslide of yeah. kind of winter and march is starting to get to spring when we get out there and the snow starts melting and it's 45 degrees but it feels like it's 70 because the sun's out and we're walking around in t-shirts and jeans and just the good it starts rolling into spring so right and then you know besides any hunting and stuff like that we try and do some other videos too where it's more yeah. like how-to stuff or like reviews or, or testing and stuff you know we've done a, a broadhead test where we tested tooth of the arrow broadheads versus rage broadheads so a fixed blade versus a mechanical 
you know, and, and we got ballistics gel for that. So we it was a cool video. It was fun. Yeah, we shot a steel drum. We shot a, a scapula. So we did a bunch of different stuff and testing that. Uh, I bought a new deer rifle this year. So I did a review on that. You bought a new bow this year. So a review there and um, got know, some you, building. I mean, yep, you shot a video about how to build a deer stand. There's going to be one coming up yep. now about how to build a sturgeon shack. And that one's going to be a little bit more in depth than the deer stand one too, just because it's you know a little bit more specific. Yeah. Um. So, we you know we try and do some of that stuff too, also to to bridge the gap and not everything about just focuses on deer hunting. I mean, right. We, we do try to do everything. Right. And and not everything that we do is like not everything about hunting is the hunting itself. Sometimes it's the gear that you need or the preparation that you need. And we try to, right. We try to illustrate some of that stuff too, as best we can, because some of that stuff behind the scenes is like that. That's part of the fun. Like when you talk about hunting whitetails, when you're planting food plots and you know, you're cutting shooting lanes and hanging stands and you're doing, you're putting in water holes or whatever. Like when you're kind of, you know, getting the preparations for, deer hunting that's just as fun as actually being out there and hunting them i i just get i love when planting and trying to get things to grow and seeing them seeing like a food plot grow like i we planted that like we did that that's right that's awesome for me to see that and then the deer use it i mean i've killed a couple deer out of that one plot that we decided to put in and it's, it's pretty cool to see it like that yeah and so anytime there's things that we learn or things that we pick up on and, and trying to relay that back to other people too so that they can get a little bit better i mean even last year what you learned from planting food plots i mean the seed differences yeah, that you had and like you know and adding lime and all the stuff that you kind of just have to learn through experience but if we can learn those lessons and then kind of relay them out to other people so they don't have to make the same mistakes and you know a mistake in something like a food plot that's going to cost you food plots for the year so it's not like you can just say oh well that didn't grow and then the next week you can do something differently and all of a sudden you'll have good food plots it's like if you do something wrong one season that's your season Mm -hmm. and then if you do something wrong the next season now you've got two seasons so like you kind of have to get things right as quickly as possible and so you know with some of our how-tos and and things like that we we try and do some of that um and in the reviews as well i mean you know, we haven't really had any reviews where we've found something to be like real bad or really negative, but I think it's, there's certainly valuable information that can be given in there too, because there can be good products that maybe aren't a good fit for a certain person. Yeah. Like this is mostly just the stuff we use. And right. So we're not saying one's better than the other. It's just, we, I mean, we've right it's what we grew up with and what we like and what we use. And I think we're starting to switch around. I mean, like playing with the idea of shooting fixed blades and for a certain uh, game and the camo we're starting to change too. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, when we started, it was mostly just like real tree was kind of the, the right. thing to have. Cause it was the most realistic. And now you look at camels and you go, how would how you want to use, you'd stick out like a sore thumb in my opinion, but it, I mean, it works and, Cause it's just, it's not like leaves and stuff on a, right. a coat. It's more just patterns, but yeah, that's the, that's the whole new thing now is patterns and everything. And there's different philosophies on that and whatever. I mean, we don't have to get too in depth, but I think whether it's 
scent control or camel patterns or whatever like if if you wear something that's advertised as controlling your scent and you hunt upwind of a deer they're gonna smell you it just doesn't matter like there's there's really nothing you can do that prevents it a hundred percent so whether it's scent control or camel or whatever you still have to do your part like if even if you have the best camo in the world, whatever that is, you can't be up in your stand, waving your arms around, moving around. Like, no. you, you know, you still got to do your part. So stuff like that, that's all information that we've got and we've been able to share. And so that's kind of what, what we plan to do. So um, I guess to kind of wrap it up, looking into, into this new year, this 2023, uh, this, this podcast is going to be, a big thing for us we're going to try and film as many episodes as we can with the two of us with guests um and we'll see how it goes we'll see what comes out of it but you know this is going to be a big thing for us and maybe some of those educational topics will kind of get wrapped into this as well so we'll we'll kind of see what this expands into i mean it could go a lot of different ways but we've got the equipment for it now we've got the space for it now so um, that's that's really all that matters that, that we can get started and that podcasting will be a big thing for us this year um, videos are still probably going to have more this year than any other year that we've had because um, you know in I want to say in late August early September of this previous year is when we decided that we were going to start going like at least every other week we were going to post a video if not every week was going to have a video of some sort yep so that's our kind of late in the year but you know it, it's been really great for us it's made us better um it's made our channel better and we've been able to grow by doing that so that's going to be something that carrying into now this year we're going to try and keep doing the same thing and like we said i think it's it's probably going to start out with some rabbit hunting that'll probably end up being the first video of this year um, yep. besides podcast you know for as far as videos go rabbit hunting will probably be the first thing and we'll be spearing before we know it yeah and shed hunting sucker spearing turkey hunting and by that time it'll be the summer and we'll be start getting ready to yeah go shoot some whitetails so um things are looking good i'm very excited about where we're at um, very excited that we've been able to, um, you know, get this to a place where we can feel comfortable making an investment like this in a podcast studio yeah. and, and, you know, be able to, to share this. So yeah, you got anything else? No, just excited. And hopefully we can put out as much content for everybody to watch and follow us, follow along with us. Yeah, exactly. So, um, like I said earlier, you can find us at buckfeveroutdoors.com. That's probably the best way to find everything that we have. Um, otherwise, you know, our, our main spot would be YouTube. So Buck Fever Outdoors on YouTube. That's where you can find all of our videos and all of our podcast episodes will be up there as well. All the old ones and these new ones that we're starting to do now. You can find all those there. Um, I don't have this 100% worked out and confirmed yet, but I believe we're going to have our podcasts all on Spotify and pretty much anywhere where you can find podcasts. So we'll keep you guys updated on that, obviously, but the podcast should be pretty much everywhere. Um, Buck Fever Outdoors on YouTube for all of our 
content, all of our videos, and buckfeveroutdoors.com for all of our articles, all of our merch, um, and you know videos and, and stuff like that as well. Um, and this is this is going to be the Buck Fever podcast. That's what we called it uh, for the old one that we were doing there, and I I like it. I think that's you Me know too. that's us. That's that's who we are. So um, yeah, episode one of the new Buck Fever podcast. I think it's come to an end. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'd appreciate it if you guys would hit the like button on this video. Um, subscribe to our channel. Check us out if you haven't already. And we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for watching. Thanks, guys.